Our God is all about love. That's who he is. But today on Rooted Daily, John's going to tell us there's some love that God loves and other love that our God hates. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and in his first letter, John tells us not all love is equal. There's some love that is virtually inseparable from God. It's his identity. God is love. But there's another kind of love that God can't stand. In fact, you cannot have a relationship with God if you have this kind of love in your heart. He starts out in 1 John chapter 2, verse 7. Dear friends, I am not writing to you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother or sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. You know, that's such a, a deep passage. Uh, there's so much to learn there. John tells us the kind of love that God loves is love for your brother. But first, let's start with the, the apparent contradiction. I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. Uh, the old commandment is the word uh, that you have heard. And at the same time, it's a new commandment that I'm writing to you. Uh, and at first glance, it seems like a contradiction, right? Make up your mind, John. Is it old or is it new? What's this about? How can it be old and new at the same time? And he tells us what this command is. It starts to make sense, right? It's old because God commanded this in Leviticus 19.18. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. God's always been a God of love. He's always wanted his people to make him known to the world by the compassion his people show. That's one way that we glorify him. But this command has also been made new because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus came, he lived, he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose, all to demonstrate the most perfect example of love there could ever be. He makes the commandment to love your neighbor new. How do we know that love is possible? Well, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. That's such a, a cool verse. What does it mean? Well, when Jesus rose from the grave, he brought true light into the world, literally. God snuffed out the sun for three hours while he was on the cross. And, and metaphorically, of course, too, life conquered death, uh, light conquered uh, darkness, that light shines today. Anyone who wants to accept the loving gift of Jesus can, right now. The true light is already shining. But what about the darkness part? The darkness is passing away. 
Satan and sin are losing. The, the sacrifice of Jesus was a knife to the heart, and they're still flailing around. They still have many in their grasp. Many people are still caught in the darkness. The message of John is light has come through. Light has come into the world. And by loving our brother, we spread that light to the people who so desperately need it because darkness is still around. It's passing away, but it's still around. Those who are dead can be revived. Those who are broken can be restored. And that's made possible ultimately by the love of Jesus. But the way the world will see his love is by our love. So God loves uh, love for your brother. He loves love for your sister, for your neighbor. In fact, it's a test of our relationship with him that we'll love one another. If we fail that test, John says we're walking in darkness and we don't have fellowship with God. Love isn't something we try to do. It is absolutely necessary to be a Christian. Now, on the flip side, there's also another kind of love. And if we have that kind of love, it's another test. And if we have it, then we know again that we do not have a real relationship with our God. That love, the love that God hates, is the love of the world. Verse 15, he says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. John's got another test for us. If we love the world, we know we don't love him. And when you think about the breadth of that test, it's scary because we're almost constantly trying in our lives to balance love for God and love for the things in this world. That, that's so often what we're trying to do. We, we love money, but the balance we strike is that we give a portion to God. We love our family, but the balance is we give some time to God on Sunday mornings. We love that vice, that sin, but the balance is we, we try to keep it in check around our Christian friends maybe. And so often we're playing this balancing game of love. And John says flat out, stop it. You cannot love God and, you, and love the world at the same time. There's no balance to be had. God has to be first and only. Everything else is even allowed to come in a distant second. It is a radical demand. And now, you know, we make money, we have families, we, we can have hobbies, and all of those things can be a part of our life. John's not saying get rid of all of those, but John warns us not to fall in love. Your heart only has enough room for the love that he calls us to. Demas fell into that trap of trying to balance his love for God and his love for the world. 2 Timothy 4.10, for Demas in love with this present world has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. James taught the same thing. Adulteresses, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy. James 4.4, 4. that's not a title I want for myself, God's enemy. And the issue isn't that there isn't enough love to be had. We can always grow in our love to include more people and love God more. We can always be growing in our love. The issue isn't our capacity. The issue is that the object of our love can't pull us in different directions. Think about marriage. If I tell my wife that I am totally committed to her, which I do, uh, I can't love anyone else like I love her because it would pull me in two directions. My interests would be 
divided. My heart would be divided. It would be, as James calls it, adultery. We are to be married to Christ, and that marriage excludes all others. And then John tells us why the world and God are so different, why they pull us in such opposite directions. They're so incompatible. He says, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires, and here it is, they pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. So two things. First, the things in the world that we want to love, lust, pride, they don't have their origins from God. And second, they don't last. So not only is it impossible to try to love both God and the world, it's also not worth it. All the things we are tempted to love here pass away. Our God is all about love, but it needs to be the right love. Love your brother, but stop loving the world. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you are growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and you want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you are ready to take the next step to repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.